All right, good morning, everybody. Today is, what's today, Wednesday or Thursday? <laughs> Today's Thursday, January 28th, 2021. I hope everyone's doing well today. Um, <clears throat> believe it or not, uh, this is the first time where I'm actually almost just excited to do the morning episode as I am the main episode. Not that I'm less excited for the, the morning one. It's just, you know, it's just normally the news, right? Whereas the main episodes are... I would dare to say more um, more entertaining in general. But the reason why I say that is because of the whole thing with Wall Street and Reddit yesterday. So let's jump into that just to start off with and we'll explain it as well as I can and as simply as possible. So it's, it's a little bit complex the way that it happened yesterday and I'm not claiming to understand the full extent of it. But essentially what happened was GameStop had to shut down over 400 of their locations last year due to COVID. They weren't doing well to begin with. So what did they do? Like any other company does when they're doing well or not so well, they go public on the stock market. I think they opened at about $3.20, $0.25 a trade, if I'm not mistaken. I don't have the numbers in front of me. And then all of a sudden, a bunch of people came together on a Wall Street uh, subreddit that now went private as of yesterday, pretty much saying, let's buy the stock and let's just see what happens. And so it essentially rallied the stock, right? Brought it up. But then... At the same time of this going public, a handful of elites or hedge fund people shorted the stock. Shorted is obviously when you bet against it. And so they had to get within a matter of 24 hours, they shorted the stock by like a hundred and I think it was like 30 or 40 percent, if not more. They were betting against it going down. Already opening at $3.25, they bet that it was going to go even more down, right? And what's interesting is that these hedge funds are literally, they bet against things going down. That's all they do. And they're literally the elites that are using the economy as a casino game or a monopoly game. That's what they do. So they got pissed off that Reddit was actually making the stock go up and they were saying it's not fair because there's no actual law or regulation that says otherwise what does this mean essentially this essentially means and i know i'm probably leaving some parts out but i'm just trying to get the general overview for you guys this essentially means that five billion dollars between i think it was three major hedge funds were lost and guess where that money went to the people that's why i'm happy because it went back to the people, God forbid, you know, you beat the, the freaking elites at their own game. And on top of that, a lot of Wall Street, quote unquote, experts were complaining, too, because no one was listening to them because everyone was using the Internet and a subreddit as a gauge as to whether or not they should buy or sell. What's wrong with that? Oh, because the elites don't get their cut or because one of the hedge funds went broke in a day. They had to get a, a two point, I think, two point seven billion dollar loan they had to get yesterday and they still went broke that was one of the hedge funds that went broke good i'm so happy and it tells you something that when both democrats and republicans not necessarily the politicians but the people that are registered democrats and republicans or pe just regular people like you and i that hold certain views from either side when they're both for it you know this is a good thing right and so no one talks about how you know these wall street bankers and all that they essentially got for example they got bailed out by the federal reserve after the 2008 housing crisis or many times over so they get free money all the time but they lose one time and it goes really bad who the hell in their right mind and i'm not a financial expert i want to make this very clear as well this is not financial advice by the way just for the legal notice i want to make that clear but who the hell bets against or for a stock to either drop or increase 130 40 percent i think it was 180 percent with one hedge fund who the hell does that 
what you're doing is you're slapping the regular working people in the face by doing that. So I am so happy that that happened. All right. And there, you know, I, it wouldn't surprise me if new, you know, quote unquote regulations are put in after this because of that. But fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just happy for if you guys, if any of you guys invested in GameStop, I wish you the best seriously, because I didn't, I didn't really follow that whole thing till it was way too late. So I wish you guys the best and good on you guys. Next. The next thing is that. Biden did confront, allegedly, uh, Putin on the Navalny situation and the Russian meddling. So I did mention yesterday that, oh, why didn't he bring this up in their phone call about, you know, reinstating or re uh, refreshing a contract, a military contract they had with Russia? My apologies. And ter it turns out he did. The uh, the transcript has not been released from my understanding, and no one really knows exactly how tough or, you know, quote-unquote tough he got with Putin. Look, it's a puppet show on the front end. On the back end, there's a lot of factors at play here. It's like, I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat, Trump or Biden, whatever, you got to play 4, 5, 6D chess, okay? Because one move affects another move in another uh, aspect of the, of, of the game, if you want to call it. Then that affects, you know, certain private business and da-da-da. That affects trade and it, it affects everything. So you're, you're literally playing 5D chess all the time. So it, it'll be interesting to see if the transcript comes out of that. Uh, comes out from that. The next thing is that some GOP members, some, I'm not saying all, but some are saying the insurrection was a false flag to make the MAGA people look bad. Look, this video might get removed off of YouTube if I say this, but I will tell you, I can't confirm or deny that unless, you know, we have the inside scoop, which unfortunately I don't. What I will tell you is this, the thoughts crossed my mind. The mainstream media is making it seem like it's this, like, holy shit, how could you dare think that but we got to remember the past, too. They not, they lied to us about 9-11. They lied to us about a lot of things. And I know it's at the time, it's like, okay, fine. A lot of those people that lied to us about 9-11 have retired. You know, you can't just blame it on, you know, the CIA or the FBI. It's all them, and they're the same. The, you know, the the CIA of the, the 60s and 70s is the same as the CIA now. No, there's different people. But if the overall timeline of the agenda... And the goals that they have remain the same. They're going to hire new people that think and thought like the previous ones. Okay? So the thoughts crossed my mind. I'm not trying to encourage that ideology. But at the same time, like I always talk about on the show, whether it's the morning episode or the afternoon one, cover the angles. All the angles. We got to think of every scenario because the crazier it sounds, a lot of times the more realistic it ends up being. I don't need to give you guys examples. Look at Epstein. And I say this all the time. Even in the afternoon episodes, if you had said two, three years ago that there was a guy with a secret island where he very terribly raped and molested a woman and underage woman as well and brought celebrities there and lawyers and royal family people, you would laugh. You'd think, my God, what kind of conspiracy fringe are you on? Guess what? It turned out to be true. And that's what I mean when I say about the false flag. I'm not saying it was. I'm saying we got to look at all the angles here. And I got to watch my words when I say that because I am not trying to incite or encourage violence. But we have to be thinkers and reasonable calm people and evaluate the situation as we see it. Excuse me. The next thing is that the head of the Washington Post, the chief editor, I believe, uh, retired or resigned. I think both stepped down and then they co he called it a day for his career. Yeah, because I mean, I'm not trying to shit on him, but he's got I don't know him that well. Didn't research into him that much, but he ended off his career, his last five years with a bang. Why? Because Trump, it gave him the headline to do it, whether you know, you like Trump now or not after the Capitol riot and all that. He, Trump gave the 
the media, clicks, views, all that. Every single media outlet from the far left to the far right to the center or, you know, the alleged center and all that has dropped significantly um, since Trump has left because everyone wanted to wake up every day and see what, you know, what Trump had said, what type of, you know, um, either very motivational thing he said, according to some, or a very crazy thing he said, according to some, right? The next thing is that, um, let me see here. There's a report that came out saying that the head of the Proud Boys, um, Puerto Rican guy Enrico Tario, who I believe has been on many podcasts like Tim Pools and all that, has been an FBI informant for years and helped them catch or f- uh, lay charges on certain members of the Proud Boys who were involved with pharmaceutical fraud, uh, uh, human smuggling at the border, uh, drug dealing, and gambling. So it'll be interesting to see um, what happens there. Now, I do want to mention that when asked in court if he was an informant, Enrico Tario said he does not recall. Look, if you agree to snitch, you better not say in court, you better not embarrass the government because they will make your life a living hell. At that point, if you agree to snitch, you follow through with it. And I'm not trying to say that in a way of like, oh, you should be a snitcher and whatnot. That's a moral debate. I'm not trying to have that debate right now. But whatever you do in life, once you make that decision, you better follow through with it, especially when the government, sad but true, has the ability to put your life away for in, in, in a cube, in a in a four by four cell or whatever. Right. He just I guess he wants to maintain his reputation. But at what cost? At the cost of what? Doing 20 years or more. Right. He was caught personally with pharmaceutical fraud a while ago. That's what made him become an informant, allegedly. So we'll see what happens. The next thing is that Kevin McCarthy is allegedly meeting with Trump in Florida today to discuss probably the impeachment. Not the. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Still a little bit off from uh, a couple days ago. I'm not sure what they're meeting about, but we'll uh, we'll see what happens now. Putin warned at the Davos Economic Forum that COVID has exacerbated populist tensions similar to pre-World War II. Talking about how there's major global problems and people need to come together more. And it's kind of a weird way of saying it, but he ended off the speech with pretty much saying there will be a collapse of global civilization and humanity as a whole if we do not learn from history. It's kind of right, kind of right. Next thing is that China said Taiwan's independence means war. Look... It's all talk. Screw it. Like, until something happens, I mean, it's all going to be talk and then, you know, quiet diplomatic back channel communications, all that stuff, right? So, the next thing is that now they're saying you should wear two, three, or four face masks on top of your original one to prevent from, I guess, the stronger strains of the virus. I mean... Look, when you look at it from an outside perspective, you never would have thought that that would happen. I mean, I, again, a lot of the quote-unquote fringe conspiracy theorists that people are saying are, you know, the nuts guys. I mean, yeah, they've made a lot of predictions that ended up being wrong. But when they make a prediction that ends up being right, like they had did many months ago, and I'm not trying to validate them. I'm just saying in general, when they make these predictions and they're right, like, oh, now they're going to force wi- for, uh, make us or advise us to wear three, four masks on top of the, other, the first one. It makes you really think. And this is why a lot of these incorrect fringe conspiracy theorists keep going on. Because, again, 
they, they, they say a bunch of stuff and all they need to do is get one thing right. Now, at the same time, that's one side of it. The other side of it is that they may, in fact, have certain information that is, you know, repetitive and reoccurring within history that is showing up again and again because history repeats itself. So it's interesting to see the way the world governments behave in correspondence with a lot of these, you know, uh, philosophers or, or doomsday people or predictors or conspiracy people or what have you, right? The next thing is that universities are threatening to cut off students' internet unless they comply with getting a COVID vaccine. What a bunch of bullcrap, in my opinion. I mean, come on. Really? Like, really? Is it that bad? Like, as if there aren't worse problems in the world. As if these students don't already owe the universities tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. Really? At this point in time, that's what you're worried about? Which brings me to my next point. Apparently, the Federal Reserve... And top economists are concerned that people are using their COVID relief money to pay off things like, you know, their mortgage, their bills, their student debt, instead of doing what these economists want, which is put the money back in the economy, like, you know, go buy things. That's all that matters to these people is does it stimulate the economy? Does it stimulate the economy? Oh, my God, does it stim? Oh, my God, it doesn't shit. How the hell are people going to get out of debt? But guess what? That's the point of the system. They don't want you in it. I mean, sorry, they don't want you to get out of it. They love when you're in it. They love it because it's just trickles of money coming in all the time. And to them, trickles is billions and billions every month or year, right? The next thing is that, let me see, uh, Navalny's release has been denied. I think I might have mentioned that already. Not sure. Um, And then Indian farmers called off the parliament march after deadly violence. This is what I'm talking about. You have to show force with numbers, but not in a violent way. The second there's deadly violence, you back off. I like that. Because it shows that you're serious about what you're trying to petition for and what you're fighting for. But at the same time, the second it gets physical and there's violence, done. I like that. Now, again, we can also play the other side of the coin here. And we can argue that, you know, governments may in fact stage false flags, insert some soldiers dressed as protesters to start violent occurrences so that the protests stop. So then it gets less media coverage and then people's minds are not focused on it as much. There's two sides to every story and governments have done that. So... Let me know what you guys think about today's news. Not the longest episode in the world, but we will catch you tomorrow morning. Cheers.